0: <laughs> all 2020 <laughs> <laughs> you were a crazy year <laughs> welcome to Yoda's rank the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world it's been a crazy year. And so this week, we are ranking our top 10 favorite pop culture things that came out of this bonkers year. Yo, that's yo, 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 yo Kaelin guess what I heard
1: your stomach growl.
0: <laughs> I did just hear my stomach <laughs> growl. Um, and you heard that too. Why? Because <laughs> we're together. We're together forever okay. It's cruising. <laughs> what song is that? You're doing a lot of singing. <laughs> a lot of singing because, you know, sometimes that just Mm-mm. got us through 2020. I did
1: get us. It did specifically get us really through 2020. We're together. We're visiting for a holiday. Yoda's rank work retreat. Yes. I didn't let you have too much of a vacation.
0: No, we're just always on the grind
1: are always working.
0: It's like, I get blessed with this beautiful week off of my real job, nope. and then I'm just still slaving away. I got
1: you a uniform, though.
0: Oh, guys, Kaylin, for her Christmas present to me, got me a... I don't even want to tell because I just want people to, like, see it in, in the wild. Yeah, in the yeah, wild. yeah. Okay. It, it's some sort of it's uniform. It's our uniform, yeah. It's our uniform. I got
1: myself one to match. Yes!
0: Mm-hmm. So today we're going to just be talking about 2020 because, obviously, we're coming to the end of the year. You guys are getting this on... What's the date today? New Year's
1: Eve. Oh, They're you guys getting are getting
0: it. this on New Year's Eve. So you'll listen and then, like, whoop. A You'll memory listen. wipe will go into twenty twenty. Yeah,
1: and you guys might have noticed that we didn't ask you your opinions on 2020. No. We just knew we needed to talk about what got us through this year.
0: A lot of difficult things in 2020. Mm-hmm. We all know that. We've all said that. We're very aware. So we thought we would spin it We're and focus on some of the good things that happened, specifically in pop culture. We're kind of becoming a pop culture podcast to a degree.
1: Yeah, what did you think we were? Mm, I don't know. Well, you're uh, going to ruin that with Colors right
0: <laughs> quick. Ah, colors, the Colors episode is coming. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so we just figured we'd talk through our top 10 favorite things that pop culture things that did come out of this year, but each one of those things is going to have like uh, a foil, you know, like yes. when you're studying the Odyssey in English class, mm-hmm. and they're like, who is Homer's foil? Who is the foil? I was
1: thinking... But actually, thinking- wait, who is... I don't know anything uh, about the what sea. You're maybe maybe the okay. sea. <laughs> a mon- A, siren. a siren. Aren't those sirens? <laughs> I was thinking. Of course, I always related to Thirty Rock of the episode where he's on the phone with ugh, Elizabeth Banks. And he's talking about like how hot she looks or something, and Liz comes in in her dodgeball uniform, and he says, "And the opposite of that just walked in my door." (laughs) So that's what I was thinking at each thing. Like, what's the opposite of that? Like, what makes me think the opposite? For every
0: good pop culture thing, there has been plenty of opposites happening this year because nobody can really make content. But some people people did, and much to our demise. So, 2020 in general, we were trying to like give just a vibe check about how this quarantine has treated us from me. The, when it first started, I was like, Ooh, something new happening. Yes. And your first thought was what
1: panic. I was literally on a FaceTime call with my sister. I don't think I'll forget this. honestly, I was sitting at my kitchen table and it was. We were in the time when everyone was telling us that the National Guard was
0: coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> which, that sounds so scary. It doesn't
1: make sense. Everyone was telling me the National Guard is coming, so get your groceries. <laughs> I got multiple calls about this. Now
0: we know the National Guard is, ev- they just like, they're just around. They're they probably come come coming in now.
1: <laughs> and I was on FaceTime with my sister, who's very level headed. And I said, seriously, like, I just sometimes think maybe I'd rather be dead <laughs> for this. And that was my low point. Like, Lauren was like, okay. Yeah. I think you just move through it. A so, worldwide
0: pandemic that, like, takes its root in, like, just sickness that could get to anyone is basically a perfect storm. It's my
1: foil. For you. That's my <laughs> yeah. foil. That's
0: your kryptonite. So
1: we won't go into this. We kind of talked about it already. We have to, like, acknowledge from jump, as we talk about 2020, you and I both kept our jobs. We both did yeah. not know anybody that got super, super, super sick, personally. Right. We were able to be very safe in our situations. We were able to spend time working from home. So we are coming from 2020 of a like a very privileged yes, place. Yes, definitely. And so when we talk about our headspace, when we talk about the things that caught our eye, let's just lay the groundwork there that that's like the mindset we were coming to because I was about to say 2020 for you
0: For me, it was the best year of my life. like, So yeah, take that with all the caveat we just gave. Exactly. But truly, like, slowing (laughs) down. I have not slowed down since I was zero years old. So at age 30, it was like, oh no, here you go. You you stop doing stuff. I just read Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which is a great book. Good book. And it was all about slowing down. And then the next week was March 17th or whenever everything shut down. And so I was like, oh, I guess I do have to slow down. And I... Just found a rhythm that I really loved. I love being at my home more. A slug. (laughs) Slug The slug is the rhythm that I love. But it truly, it just helped me take some things into perspective. But let's not get too serious. We're
1: not going to get too serious. I just want that to be, like, known that when we say that, like, one of the worst things, like, when you hear us say one of the worst things is a TV show, we right. understand that that's in perspective. Yes, okay? obviously.
0: So before we get into our list, let's talk about our Rankenstein of the week. This week was pretty quiet on the YDR front because we didn't ask right. anyone we to we didn't rank.
1: ask you guys. Cody was like, we're tanking, let's close it down, like, shut like, the laptop. I was like, we also down. didn't ask No one. Us anymore. no
0: one's listening right um, but there was someone who out of the woodwork came and posted on our Facebook page yes Laura Anthony Tanton. came in and she was talking about the Christmas episode she was talking about disagreeing with our She's opinions mad. on Lord which of the Rings I thought of
1: her as soon as we started talking about yeah, it yeah
0: you should disagree with us we're wrong well well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay.
0: And um, she just said, like, you guys are crushing it. Keep up the great General work. General
1: support. General it was just support great from Tanton. Support. The and funny- she loves Christmas. That's yeah. like, you so know. So this is, this is she her was time. on our mind. She's
0: shining. So that's Laura Anthony. Thank you so much. Um, also, the weird thing about Facebook is like, in order to access the post that she wrote to us, it, it was, was like, like, like the was hardest called. thing to it find. It wasn't just
1: like a comment. It was like a...
0: A post on the page. Yeah. But then it was like, we couldn't find it. it and then we... So we are Our challenge for you guys,
1: go it. find it. Read it. <laughs> yeah. See if you agree. See if you like us. And then
0: follow suit. Shower us with some compliments, please. please. Cody <laughs> is
1: really... I can tell he's walking the edge here. Like, he's really <laughs> about to shut this. Down right when I got him his uniform.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's talk 20. Twenty. These are the things that came out of pop culture that we were thrilled about. Uh, we have one combined list because Kaylin and I essentially walked through this year together. We were on FaceTime a lot. Mm-hmm. We watched a lot of the same things. We, we really friends again. really, it was touch and go there for, <laughs> for a second, like guys. how
1: you feel right now. We were on the break, but we solidified.
0: Yeah, and so we did most of our things together, so that's what we're going to do with our list. But then at the end, we also have some things yeah. that I took in that you didn't take in, etc. I always say take in with pop culture. Like You're
1: just like... Like absorbing absorbing it like a sponge, yeah. which you are on the couch. <laughs> what I just else picture do we have it? to yeah.
0: do? Our list is obviously going to be different than some of the things you guys would put on the list, and so we or just have like to...
1: general population. Yeah, right. So we
0: have to start out with a little segment we like to call "You'd Love Us to <laughs> Say," and these are the things that like you're going to expect are on our list of top ten, or should be on a list of like this came out. Yeah. You know, if you're like Entertainment Weekly was putting out
1: exactly, a list, they if would, People you know... Mag was doing something yeah. if. Good housekeeping. A <laughs> yeah. list. This is the good housekeeping. You'd love us list. to
0: say these, but we're not going <laughs> we're to are it on ours. So the first up is. Little baby Yoda or whatever. They gave him a name Gro, Grogu. Grogu.
1: Grogu. Brian's literal favorite thing. And Grogu. I couldn't know. Grogu. Less.
0: Um, the Mandalorian is obviously a show on Disney+. Yeah. It's, like, the thing that people go to Disney+, Plus for. Uh-huh. And uh, I hear it's great. When I was out in San Francisco with Bus Buddy and Robert, they yep. really wanted me to watch it. Or wanted to watch it. And Bus Buddy kept being like, Robert, he doesn't like that. We're not watching it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I was you- like, you are right. You're
1: right. I just am not drawn to anything Star Wars. So, like, in our household... Could Brian name every single housewife across the franchise and all the husbands? Because he says like, oh, if you're going to watch this, I'll watch it with you. Yes. Right now, could I tell you what Baby O's real name is? No. I'm like, get downstairs when he's watching Mandalorian. Um, But he is like the biggest Star Wars fan ever. People will be like, no, I am. My There's husband. like
0: 30 Christmas ornaments that are on, on our tree. Yeah. He has
1: played on his euphonium growing up. Like all of the Job of <laughs> the Hutt, like minstrelsy views, whatever is happening. He loves this show. So I know that from a real fan, and I know that people that don't really like Star Wars at all like it too. So it's like, yeah, we get it. People yeah, love Baby Yoda. It. Everyone got that for Christmas. You'd
0: love us to say.
1: Congrats. You'd love us to say, but we're not going to.
0: <laughs> Next up is Queen's Gambit. You'd love You'd us You'd love us. Say. In
1: fact, I'm pressured to say I watched this show.
0: Yeah, Kaylin watched all the way through. I did not watch any.
1: And I really left it feeling like, that's fine. It, well, here's what was cool. And I read this after I looked up, this up to know. This is what I will note. First of all, her outfits are really cool. It's a really cool, like, set show. It is very cool that every move that she did was a real it was a real chess game happening, right. and they had like chess choreographers there. That is very right. cool because these actors don't know what they're doing, and the majority of the time is them doing this. That's a cool skill that she picked up. I finished the show and was just like, that's fine. People are probably gonna be fine with that. Rave! People are saying. Best he, thing of 2020. Well, yeah, you'd love us to say, but we're not going to. It was fine. It is. I don't even like really was, want to
0: click the pilot but that much. I'm like, that. okay, right? <laughs> All right, you would love us oh, to say gosh. some great news with John Krasinski. You
1: would love us, and
0: I would almost love me to say because when the quarantine really first hit, he was the first like celebrity that was like, no, let's do something with this. Yes, yeah. I'm in my house. But why don't we, like, actually get some media out there? So I do thank him for doing that. I thought some episodes were great and when they Steve got that Hamilton. And Steve Carell is my favorite thing in
1: the world. So, like, to have him come back as, like, a little office reunion thing. Right. Like, I was very grateful to you for that. Hamilton, of course. That's, like, amazing. You know what I don't like? He's so by episode 1.75 he was so smug yeah, about he what knew. he was doing. Yep. You'd love us to say some great news, but we're not going to.
0: Yeah. So and then our final mm. one which honestly uh, 6 months ago you would have loved us to say, I don't know no, that anyone still
1: had Halloween, you would have At loved, Halloween, us, you would have to loved us
0: to say Tiger King.
1: Like did we watch it on FaceTime together every single episode?
0: Yeah. Yes, were we obsessed for about 3 days.
1: Yeah, yes. but that's because it was April, right? Or like yeah. May. Like we had nothing we had else. Nothing. We thought for sure that like everything was over in life, and so yes, if you're gonna show me a guy eating 25 week old pizzas from the Walmart like dumpster and serving it, and the Tigers going in that track, yeah, okay, I'm into and the it. Girl
0: with one arm. I'm yes,
1: I forgot about her. But like then by about June, I was like, I don't care if I ever think about this again.
0: It's like the classic example of just something blowing up too big, it flew too, too fast. Too close to the sun. <laughs> <It> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Poor Icarus. We were we were just done with it. Mm -hmm. So those were our you'd love us Mm -hmm. to say, and we will not mention them from here on out. So let's move into our all these roundup. These are the things that we came up with that were almost there, but they just didn't quite make it. Yep. First one for us is Invisible Man, which is... Um... How many
1: hours old is this? It's 7.40 p.m. at the time of recording. We probably finished this movie at 5 PM. Yeah,
0: two hours ago we finished Invisible Man. <clears throat> Everyone was talking about this movie being really good, which I thought was crazy because when I first saw the yeah. trailer, I was like, number one, Invisible Man is from the 30s. Right. Like, I can picture the man all bandaged up. And I thought the trailer looked so dumb, but Elizabeth Moss was in it. Yep. So I was like, so conflicted. She's amazing. And then I just heard so many critics saying, good, amazing, yep. good, amazing. And there weren't, like, hardly any movies released this year. No, no, no. <laughs> so no. people were really impressed with it. And I like suspense and yep. horror-adjacent movies. And so I was like, hey, will you watch this with me? I think we actually should before our episode because it might make our list. Yep. And it was really good. Like, we both really liked it. was really very good.
1: It. This is quickly becoming one of my favorite genres, which is, like, suspense thriller. Spooky. That's not That's not <clears throat> slasher, horror, like, yeah. cheap stuff. I liked this a lot. Elizabeth Moss does not pick projects that aren't going to be good. So when I saw the preview first, I told you, I was like, it's got to be. And I didn't have the bandage thing in my head because I'd never seen that. (laughs) I knew it was going to be good. And right, like you said, as soon as it came out, people liked it. As soon as it was done, I said, even if this wasn't 2020 and I saw this in theaters, that would have been very fun. It's in the vein of A Quiet Place, Get Out, like that kind of thing that's becoming my new favorite. So. Very good. Kalen
0: said at the beginning of the movie like so what? He's just going to be an invisible guy? I
1: said he's either invisible <laughs> or he's not. Like which way are they going to go? Because I want what I meant was like are we like fantastical or is there something else? And we're not going to give it away which one it is but I was saying like they've yeah, got to make a he's choice. He's either invisible soon. or
0: he's not. And they did. <laughs> the next honorable mention is the show Never Have mm. I Ever which came out really close to the beginning of quarantine. This is a yes. Mindy Kaling produced show.
1: Written, crea- like right? created. Yeah, created she's by Mindy the Kaling. Uh-huh. We
0: both Watched just like right when it came out. We both binged it like. In you two told days. me about it first. Yeah. It was an
1: easy binge. I think it was. I don't know that they were even hour long. Like I think it was no, quick 30 ones. Thirty minutes. Yes. Max,
0: yeah. It had
1: a really spunky, funny. The lead. I love. I never loved the lead. She carried this. Like she was yeah. really, really funny. It's about an Indian American family. Um, and, and a bunch of
0: teenagers. We love a teenage yep, show. It's a coming like, of age. And it's yeah. uh, it's
1: very, very funny and good. And I think that it didn't get its due for some reason. Like some other stuff overshadowed it. Yeah. Um. But it's very good.
0: Yeah. Uh, then lastly on our Aldi Roundup, we have the Great British Bake Off, which managed to still happen amidst the quarantine. They actually had all these people... Completely like quarantine ahead of time. Then they came into the tent and lived Sleeping there. Sleeping
1: in the tent. <laughs> and this is the only reason it's on our list is because they pulled it off in the quarantine. Because admittedly, as we talked about in the show's episode, I have never, I had never seen an episode of Great British Bake Off
0: show. Which Great British it? Bake Off is what it's called in Britain yeah, and then Great so British, British Baking Show. Yes. Is yes. But people call it Bake no, Off. That's just a better, um, like, it's easy. GBBO.
1: I had never watched it before quarantine. And then I've, now I've watched. Uh, all except the first season. Yeah. Um, so, so honestly, I've going this backwards. could have been higher
0: because just in general as an entity. Yes, the yes, great but off, you like, had already done it. Yeah,
1: And this season was like, it left a lot to be desired, but we're giving them points for having pulled it off, like a live experience yeah. Yeah. in the quarantine.
0: And it gave us one of the best characters of the show's history, Hermine.
1: And the biggest downfalls of the show's history, that she didn't win the entire I thing. know.
0: Hermine, her accent, like, no. She
1: was everything <laughs> I needed and more
0: so that's our honorable mentions we'll go into our top 10 these are the things that we really feel like helped save 2020 pop culture wise and we will also share with you the foils the The things that were that just walked
1: into the room right (laughs)
0: antithetical things of each one so number 10 we have a show that literally just came out like a month ago Mm -mm. no Mm -mm. yes huh no Yes. No. Oh, look it up. Fact I will check. look it up. Fact check that. I will. Um, okay, well, I'm late. <laughs> it's a show called Ted Lasso. It's on Apple Plus. Um, caveat August. August? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, a month ago? <laughs> What is time anymore? That's okay. True. Anyway. That's true. Um, this show is Jason Sidakis, who's yep. a very funny guy from Saturday, Saturday Night Live. 5, yes. He's a soccer coach that's brought over to this team. well, he's just a coach that's brought over to coach. You we're
1: all off kilter now because you didn't know what it premiered. You're so nervous. You're gonna <laughs> say it wrong. It's a show about sports. <laughs> you're it's so you're comedy. out of your depth. It's on Apple Plus. Um, so yeah, Jason Sudeikis is a character that was owned by NBC previously. He had done skits um, in the vein of Ted Lasso and then Apple Plus bought it, produced it and um, gave it to us in 2020. So we were talking about this one. The caveat to this one is this has a beautiful, uplifting story. Yeah, he's it's like so the most cheerful. positive
0: character. That's it's his it, whole it's set
1: in England. We love it. Like we love to see it. It's the over, the general story here is positivity and uplifting it does have a lot of foul language. ton
0: of curse words.
1: And some, like, not pseudo-NSFW yeah, humor. Yeah,
0: a lot of crude humor, Nothing too. Nothing that you
1: see, but, like, a lot of humor.
0: Right, yeah, so, you're not seeing anything.
1: It's annoying, because without those things, it's literally a perfect, like, family show. Like, yeah. how he his energy that he brings. But because of those things, we cannot say that it's a family show. Not at all. Not at all. But as we are judging, like, what's coming into our lives, we- I like the over- like the uplifting thesis of the show enough to get past. And
0: watch thing. an episode, uh, watch one episode without your mom around, and see if it's the type of thing you want to watch. <laughs> right, like if we it's your loved it or not. Really do. I I really love. You
1: love the colors. It's the, so the bright. The colors and that. just
0: no one's doing it. No one's written such a positive character <laughs> no. that I don't hate. That Usually has I, no trick.
1: Like, right. every episode, I was like, what is the trick going to be for him? He does great. I, uh, Jason Sudeikis rarely carries something, and he carries this very, very well. There's other people that you really latch on to that aren't American actors, so you get to love right. them because you're not really used to seeing them.
0: We love the girls in this. We
1: love the girls, the our girls in this. And yep. it's just very good. It's It's tight. It's short episodes. It's a short, like, I think... Eight to ten episodes, and I really, really like it. It's on Apple Plus, so it's hard to get. That's right. Which is downside, but we love Ted Lasso. That's our number 10.
0: Our foil the for opposite Ted Lasso. Of that, a show that came out that was trying to be funny, and we
1: Uplifting even.
0: Uplifting, funny, interesting.
1: Saving the saving the quarantine. We've talked about it before on this episode. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. We have in
0: the very beginning. Okay. This show is called Upload. Guys. Upload came out this year and a podcast we really trust that tells us about pop culture. I loved almost it. never
1: disagree with anything.
0: They loved it. And so we we're like, let's watch Upload. You and I watched the pilot here together. Mm-hmm, beginning. It was.
1: <laughs> I kept pausing it, it and being like, what is exactly happening? And then, so this is a call to you guys because everywhere else I go says good, good, good. People are comparing it to the office. People compare it to the good no. place. People, Yes, they do. Because it's the same creator. So they're like, oh, come on. It was
0: this guy uploads painful. his consciousness to this place where he gets to live after death, essentially, and it's like a dream place. So yeah, it's good place esque in in like some Except of its, it's sensibilities. Terrible. But it doesn't have any funny. heart.
1: And there is a scene where a girl and another girl are walking out of work, <laughs> and this is a scene that was written on a script and then people practiced. <laughs> and the girl says to the other girl, "I'm paraphrasing, like,
0: yeah,
1: let's go to the taco drone." I don't want brisket in my hair, other girl. <laughs> and they will and cut and seam. Brisket in my hair because the drone's <laughs> gonna crash. Like what? I couldn't latch on. I didn't want any, but I didn't like any of it at all. Yep. That is the opposite. And I
0: don't hear a lot of my friends listening to so if you're Mm-mm. watching it, if you watched upload and you felt differently, let us know. Please. Coming in at number nine, Saving 2020, one pop culture thing at a time, is a movie that did just come Here out. There he is, this guys. I actually his know. finger is on
1: the pulse. <laughs> it of came out this
0: week. That movie is Pixar's new film, Soul.
1: Loved Soul. So we we watched watch it, it on the
0: same night without knowing. But
1: with our parents. Invincible like the whole Yeah. Yes. Um, So Soul is Pixar's 2020 film. I had, so we talked about this in my family watching how my sister was like, I have never seen this. Like I didn't have this anywhere on my radar. It wasn't very like advertised. Maybe if you have kids and you're always on Disney Plus for that stuff, you would have like more of an awareness or watching Disney something. But I had seen it like I knew it was coming. I had seen the little guy like I had mm-hmm. seen that before, but I did not know what it was about before watching. I didn't have any like synopsis. I knew all about it
0: because, you know, Disney, I'm yes. always knowing the upcoming project, especially Pixar, because Pixar doesn't really do trash. You know, never Pixar usually cars. like it's except for cars. Yes, cars. obviously, they just want to make money from the boys.
1: Cars. OK, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but
0: they don't really make trash, and So I was curious to see this coming out. Also, Onward came out this year, too. Right. Which is wild right. because that feels like a million years ago. Right. I liked Onward a little bit more. You liked Soul Which more than Onward. Which perfectly
1: matches with us. Like the these, Makes sense. Honestly, that would be something that if we had, like, for our dolls, if, like a description of our dolls, you're an Onward person, I'm a Soul. That's true. That's just, yeah. like, right. Like, that fits us very well. I really liked it. It did give a good look at... Just the meaning of life and things like Pixar always does. It takes you a little bit deeper than mm-hmm. like the surface thing, so that mm-hmm. adults can like it just as much as kids. Yeah. And I was really pleased with it.
0: We love seeing Tina Fey doing voice work. Oh my gosh, Jamie Fox loved eating. it. I love
1: the setting. I lo- I loved it. They mm-hmm. they did a great job. And
0: I would definitely recommend watching that. That is completely a family movie. You probably, yeah. if you're listening to this, already watched it I'm sure. I, everyone if was texting Pixar me. Pixar is like, <laughs> coming
1: out in 20. 20- yeah, like yeah. They were like, I
0: watched that tonight. I was like, so did of I? Course. Did all of us? just
1: Because click we all it? would go to the theater for Pixar normally. Like, that's yeah. a must-see thing.
0: Yeah. The foil to soul is another kids' uh, media mm-hmm. that we have not actually seen an episode of, but it We've really not, has been we hurting like, us.
1: We have not we haven't, because we look at it with our eyes yeah. every minute of every you, day. I
0: want you guys out there to guess what we're talking about. It has been on the Netflix top 10 for the entire quarantine. You
1: know what's confusing to me always is that, like, every time I see it, it says new episodes. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Maybe
0: once a day. New episodes new
1: every day.
0: <laughs> this is cocoa melon. I just
1: realized you're not doing brr.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Coco Melon.
1: Coco Melon. Is let's let's just we have no idea. Talk about it. Let's say what we think it is. There's let's a, do the plot.
0: There's a big-headed baby. Coco
1: Melon is the tale of a big-headed baby in a bright, bright world. Right.
0: jungle, maybe. There like could some be trees, some jungle palm trees. I think. What do we? Think there's Cocoa a lot of other is. big babies too. There's <laughs> lots of other pe- babies around. It's really
1: bright, um, and there's new episodes all the time. So today Cocoa I visited melon. a friend who um, just brought her adopted baby home from Colombia. And she said, and quote, I don't know much about kids' shows, but I know we don't do Coco (laughs) melon.
0: Well, they're the only ones who don't do Coco melon because it is on the top 10 of Netflix every single day. I
1: think if you're a parent with a little baby that wants stuff, like you're just going to whatever. Like (laughs) it's just like put this on on for 25 hours if you have to. Thank you for the new episodes of Netflix. (laughs)
0: We'll take soul over Coco melon. I think so. Coming in at number eight, we have... Brrr,
1: there we go. The
0: Haunting of Bly Manor slash Haunting of Hill House. So because,
1: Yeah, there are some people that didn't do it ever. Me. Yes. But I think this is a lot of people that when the new one came out, it's 2020, so we might as well just watch all of it.
0: Right. This is like an anthological TV show where each one, each season is completely different from the one before it, yeah. but has a lot of the same actors just playing different roles. Ooh. Ha- in the, haunting the vein of... of um, in the vein of, ooh, American horror, horror Story. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> do not
1: recommend. having have never watched.
0: Haunting of Hill House came out two Two years ago, I believe, but I just watched it in quarantine. I never picked it because I thought it was gonna be too scary for me. Honestly, like I like that stuff. Me too. But for some reason, I was like, I When don't it first think. came out,
1: people were talking like it was the scariest thing. Truly. Right. Bent Neck Lady haunted me before mm-hmm. I even knew what it was. Like I was so scared. But I thought you had watched it earlier. So when Bly came out again, we were starving for content mm-hmm. all year. And so I asked you, like, do you think I could do it? You did both and then started Haunting of Hill House with me from yeah. the beginning. So I did
0: Haunting of Hill House right at the beginning of this quarantine. I had nothing else to do. And I was like, look, I'm here during the daytime at my house. Yes. Like, I can watch this in the daytime. And I ate it up. I absolutely loved it. Joe Matthew had recommended it to me a while back. Um, and I just thought it was so well done. It's really like, it's a horror story but it really is more of a drama because they go into the family dynamics the relationship between siblings and parents like that's a really important part of the whole thing and so I watched that through loved it and then Bly came out and I watched that all basically in one night with Brendan Warren almost essentially everything in one night and that was good too and so then we watched some of it together and I think like honestly you should give it a go there's two seasons now they're two completely different seasons so it's almost like you get two different TV shows by watching this show, and if you like things somewhat spooky, if you're not like super terrified of stuff, then then give either one of these a go. I like Hill House a little more. You I like Bly. Bly. Manor
1: I would more. say if you're not a horror person but you want to do it, start with Bly because mm. Hill House is more that horror traditional ghost True. like stuff like that. Bly has a little bit more of a spin, and so I think that if you're on the fence, start with an episode or two of Bly. Hill House, though I also liked, I would say um, I am not as into like I wouldn't see every horror thing as soon as it comes out. I ended up really liking it because it does a really good job of blending what is true horror with what is just like the horror of being an adult human being in this world. Yes,
0: so and it gave me my new honestly favorite actress that I hold season tickets to now. Yep, Victoria Pedretti, Mm -hmm. who was in this, she was in You season two, two, which I loved. Um, and I don't know what else, but she's like amazing.
1: Love her vibe. <laughs> Love her. She lived in Pittsburgh for so long and I just, you know, didn't cross paths. And that's one of my regrets of 2020, I guess. Our
0: foil to Haunting of Bly and Because Hill House, it's so much scarier. Yeah. It's a scarier show. Someone, it's too scary for you or I to get into. I
1: don't know that I've even ever honestly watched a preview.
0: I've, I've seen the smudged
1: eyes, and I, that's all I need glitter, to I've seen the glitter, I've
0: seen the haze over the like, I've camera. I've seen the
1: side <laughs> pony that's just dragged down. That's what I'm picturing.
0: And the show is Euphoria. This is a show that's been out for a while, uh, Zendaya. I, I get so scared when I say her name, because it's, it's like...
1: Seen, I to do it wrong. Every time And my students are, I was like, it's the other... Like, whichever Z- one I do. Daya. Daya.
0: Let's spell it. Z E N. I love to out. say it. She stars in this film. It's about like teenagers. She's also like addicted to drugs, I think, yeah. or gets addicted. There's so I think much. Adi- I
1: think that's the point. Like, she starts addicted.
0: Okay. There is so much no no time in Euphoria. <laughs> like, yes. things that, like, uh, like, if you think we gave a Ted Lasso warning, right. this is just like a stay far away from Euphoria. Unless right. you are already in, then that's fine for you, I guess. But we're so spooked by it. We can't really get to it but she did win the emmy award this year which is really cool because she is the youngest ever
1: to win best actress win. in a drama series yeah. i think yeah something like that and, and we love zendaya we, we love her. her i just know that like 15 year olds are watching this and i know i don't have the constitution for it like I, i'm too scared i know when
0: i hear like anyone i see people sometimes students post like instagrams of them oh looking like euphoria and i'm like you're i <laughs> <laughs> Should I do something? I'm just calling.
1: I'm scared. <laughs> I, here's what it is. I don't want to believe that that's anybody's reality, so right. I'm just going to stay out of it and yeah. go watch Coco Melon.
0: <laughs> okay, coming in at number seven, we have a show that both of us love, but it got a new season this year that mm. we watched. Pretty much, not together, but at the Mm-mm. same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Killing Eve, season three.
1: You guys have heard me talk about this. Yes. This is up there in my top favorites things of pop culture. I love Killing Eve and it was a beautiful welcome thing because it was um, there were some things in 2020 that were done before and like they were planning on coming out. So, this was one of those things. Like, it didn't right. really affect it at right. all. So, it was a prepackaged perfect season. This is, you love this season maybe more than the other two.
0: I did because it seemed funnier. Like, yes. it really seemed like they hit their comedy stride. Again, this is the show. If you are on Patreon listening to our villains episode, yep. we talked a lot about Killing Eve because we said that Villanelle. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Wins the entire villain yes. universe. So she is an assassin. She's murdering people. Like that's the premise of the show, and yet it's so funny. Like I
1: wonder if we've talked about this in almost every episode. So i was just thinking, like, <laughs> um, if you've heard us talk about Sandra, if you've heard us talk about Phoebe Waller Bridge, like I really love this. Yes, and it's about a, an assassin and a detect, like rogue detective that's trying to find her. Um, so this show does something very interesting with character dynamics. Keeping characters apart, bringing them together, keeping them apart, and the third season was a cool mix of both of those things. Loved it. Love everything they're doing. Scared about when we'll get to see it again, because then it will be. It did probably get pretty affected Mm -hmm. by COVID, Um, but I love Killing Eve, and having a normal scheduled season come out was a beautiful. And
0: I believe Jodie Comer was uh, Zendaya's predecessor (laughs) in this award category. She oh. won the award for Best drama, best Actress in the Drama the year prior to Zendaya. I
1: mean, hitting it out of the park in that area.
0: So our foil to Killing Eve season three is, you know, a show that we love. A new mm. season came out. It's pretty equal. That's why it's our foil here. But it's just like, no, guys.
1: It's <laughs> like, stop. on the one hand, I was like, I'm so excited. And weirdly, there's another tie between these two that I just thought of. But I was thinking like, Oh, I'm so excited. What cool new fresh thing is Killing Eve going to do for me this year? When I saw the Doctors of Sloan... What is it called now? Like Teddy's Sloan. Mom's <laughs> Dad's Awards Hospital. Teddy's Owen's Richard's
0: Adele's Hospital.
1: Grey's Anatomy Season 1017. It's about COVID. Yep. Meredith's on a beach The tie that I have is, the only way Grey's Anatomy season 17 gets me back is if the next person on that beach is Sandra O. If the next person on that beach is Sandra O. and I get to see Sandra O. again, I'm always going to not turn it down. She's not dead.
0: Can she get to the beach if she's not dead?
1: What's happening on the beach? (laughs) Like, what are the rules of the beach? I don't know the rules. I know that George is on the beach. Is Meredith dead? Like, who cares? I don't know. How many times can we watch her swirl around in the in-between? I cannot. (laughs) There are just certain shows that are like, Hitting their stride, killing it so creative, and there are some shows that are doing
0: They're COVID storylines as
1: we are living in that. Who wants to watch Chief Weber in a hazmat suit? I know coming it's in like there? I
0: don't want to watch people do things about COVID. No. I don't want to watch This Is Us ever, but I definitely don't want to watch them talking about COVID either. It's like I'm living it. I want to watch something I want
1: else. I want Villanelle to be assassinated. Give me
0: Ted people. Lasso. I don't know how you filmed it. Right? Did I you don't... film it before COVID? Well, or again, did you... since it
1: came out yesterday, it is strange <laughs> timing-wise. But yes.
0: All right, coming in at number six, this movie came out in 2019, mm-hmm. but Again, this we event, we did see this together, this event happened in 2020, and we were so happy about it. Brrr. Parasite wins Oscar for Best Picture. That was like a news headline. I was once. just
1: <laughs> going to say, like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> I was bop, seeing bop, bop, it go around there. I
0: don't know why I said it that I way. I
1: genuinely wonder... Could this be the last movie I saw in theaters? Because I don't go to the theaters very often, so it was like fall of it came out in October.
0: That one I do know. I
1: pro- probably. Yep. I wonder if I would have gone back. We saw it in a tiny little cats. theater. When did Cats come out? Um. Oh, so there no, was cats. cats. I saw
0: Cats in theater. I didn't.
1: I saw Cats.
0: <laughs> Wait, was Cats this year?
1: <gasps> no, no, December. It was. It was oh, right, December. it was Christmas. I'm sure. Uh,
0: well, we saw it with our friends just to make fun of it, essentially. But right. no, that I didn't that was probably the last that. movie I saw in theaters. So we
1: saw Parasite in my favorite movie theater ever. It's in Squirrel Hill in Pitts. It's this tiny little weird off the beaten path theater. Um, You had obviously, you're obsessed with like Oscar buzz and seeing all the nominees and everything like that. So we went, it's entirely in subtitles, and I loved it. We liked it because it was doing something different. I did not think it was going to win Best Picture. Like at the beginning, when we saw it, I was like, oh no, some stupid thing with like Benedict Cumberbatch is going to (laughs) win Best Picture. So I was thrilled to see it.
0: When I was watching the Oscars, which is crazy to think they were in February before the pandemic everyone was just so together like they Guys, think back to January and Feb. Like everything was normal. So Tom Hanks was just there at the Oscars. He didn't have COVID. You know, he was like the first (gasps) celebrity. Oh, first celebrity to fit. Everyone's there. And Parasite, when it won, I'm on my couch watching it. My jaw dropped. Because Mm -hmm. it truly is the was the best movie of twenty nineteen. Yep. Just really thought the the Academy was gonna mess it up. And like, when has a foreign film won? Never. So it was like it was amazing to see Parasite win. If you have not seen this film yet, you definitely should. Again, there's some but it's not a horror. I don't even want to tell you what genre it is because it breaks genres. Like, it just does a million different things and it's so, so good.
1: It was so good. It was cool because it was another surprise because they had won a lot of other categories. Like, I thought for sure they're not doing Best Picture because we saw the director come up and, like, he was so excited. They were all so excited because you could tell they did not think that they were going to win either. So to see them get that in the end when the Oscars is notorious for messing up... I was thrilled.
0: The foil to them, the moment where Mm -hmm. they won, is another moment that really is the antithesis of the joy I felt when they won. Think
1: of the director when he's accepting the award. Like, and we're smiling, he's smiling, smiling. everybody's smiling.
0: There's a moment in the film, I don't want to ruin too much of it if you haven't seen it, but somebody comes up from a basement- And there's a little boy sitting in the kitchen, and he's looking at the stairs, and you just see the person's head come up over the stairs, and it's his eyes and his mouth, and he is extremely scary looking. It
1: is a jump scare in a movie that does not have those, (laughs) and I was not expecting them.
0: The slowest thing, and we were just like,
1: ah! We screamed. There was like one old couple in the theater with us. We were like, ah! Like, at the, we were so scared. I think about it often. I, I thought can see about his it. Face right I just now. saw it right now. I had to do the trick that I used to do when I was little, which is like look him up as a real person and be like, okay, he's oh, smiling. He's real. Like he's he's, an he's actor. happy. <laughs> he's not just scary because that haunted me.
0: Don't let that dissuade you from seeing it. You should watch it. No, definitely just one little it. minute. Okay, so we're right in the middle uh, of six and five, right in the middle of our countdown. So we're going to do our little intermission. Mm. We want to talk about a couple people who really this year have just had renaissances. Yeah. So last year, Loser Posse, my high school friends, and I really were talking big about the Dernissance. So Laura Dern hit 2019 out of the park. Oh my gosh, Park. I'm so clever. Jurassic Park. Okay. she hit 2019 out of the Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. She was famous for being in Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. And then she like... Didn't do a lot. She nope. would show up randomly and stuff, and you're like, oh, I think I re- recognize that girl. Famous then, dad.
1: So, like, she's a Hollywood family. Right. Yes. And
0: then in 2019, she started getting all these roles and, like, really coming around. And she's, like, middle-aged now. It's not like she's some young, hot commodity. Yeah,
1: I think it started with Big Little Lies Big Season little 1. Lies. Which was before 20, like It was right. earlier, so she came in there, and she was has the most iconic moment in Big Little Lies Season 1, where she turns around the pool and says, like, I thank you! Like, yes. and screams. <laughs> that was everybody's favorite part. And then she just keeps going. She gets marriage story. And I think there's something else. Perhaps
0: well, she's in Little Women.
1: Yes, Little Women. That Which, was what guys, it was.
0: if you know why the mom's name in Little Women is Marmee instead of Mommy or Mom or like her given I name it up is when not Marmee because I the don't girls want, call her that.
1: Right. I didn't want you to have anything negative to say about it, and that was your first review, so I was like, All No, right, not let's negative. It. I'm just I know, puzzled. But it was your first like thing, so I looked up why, and somebody wrote like the explanation was like, Well. It was something about like with a British accent. It would be mom. It's like right, but just write it what yeah, it is. That doesn't make name any can't sense.
0: Marmy right. But
1: yeah, she's in those in quick succession. Marmy.
0: Um. So, Renaissance definitely happened I mean, in 2019. She won the supporting action. She won supporting action for Marriage Story, which yeah. she's in for like 10 minutes, like maybe
1: less. Yeah. But uh-huh. everybody loves her.
0: She had the Renaissance, and so we we're like in 2020, who is having the assance? And we came up with a couple people. Yeah. Um. Number one, very important. Is the Styles of Sons?
1: What about the Sugar Hi. What about the Sugar? What have we mentioned more, him or Killing Eve? I'm not sure, but here's the thing about me: hairstyles I've known forever. My sister loved One Direction; she was like w- huge into them, and obviously, he's the most charismatic. One Direction, right? Or, like from off the bat, he's the best one. But I didn't click in. Like I was just like, that kid's cute. Yeah, like he knows we're what old, he's doing, right? right. But I, I just even still, like but it was now just like, oh, he's old. Now he's <laughs> old. Now he is. You're allowed to click in. Coming into this space that literally nobody inhabits, which is like, if I see him in a full, veiled, black lace, like, funeral gown <laughs> and combat boots, I'm like, that's exactly what Harry yep. Styles is supposed he's to be wearing. He's wearing
0: whatever he wants, he's doing whatever he wants, mm. and his Fine Line album is genuinely good. Uh-huh. And so that's what makes,
1: big makes it important. Oh, it's like,
0: it's good pop, but it's also just not... I, maybe it is straight pop, but he's doing something different. It's a little different. He's reinventing himself a little bit, but his vibe is what makes him have the Assange. Think
1: about the sunglasses. And I love to see somebody break off from somebody and do a good solo thing, because yeah. it's never, it's not promised that that's going to happen. Yeah, Louis
0: Tomlinson's not doing it.
1: You know what? What's the other, Liam? Liam. <laughs> is it Liam. Liam? <laughs> Cartoon bad guys (laughs) ain't right,
0: Niall. Yeah, so yeah, Styles Assange is definitely happening, and we're here for it. We talked about her earlier, but we've got a Zendaya Assange happening. That
1: sounds good,
0: and that really flows well.
1: So it can't be Zendaya, yeah,
0: it's got to (laughs) be Zendaya Assange, right? And so she was, you know, a kid actor. And usually, when you're a kid actor, your Assange is when you're the kid, Uh like honestly, that's when you have your time,
1: especially Disney. Who goes. Who amongst Disney has won an Emmy? Like, that that doesn't right. happen. That sorry, crossover. Selena. You were funny I'm at sorry, one point. sorry, Selena. You are but... funny. But no, you don't make that crossover to serious
0: ever. And she's doing so many cool things. She's going to be in Dune, which uh-huh. is a movie that was probably supposed to come out this year, but is coming out in 2021. Um, and we, we learned that, like, HBO Max is just putting all of these Warner brother films yeah. on HBO. So like Smart. Dune, this huge movie that yeah. they will put in theaters as well is just coming to HBO max, mm-hmm. which is bizarre because that movie probably has a huge budget. It's like this big sci-fi film that has someone we about yes. to mention and Zendaya is in it. And so I'm excited to see her kind of just step into this. Like I can do all things.
1: So she's very cool because in just like the, her celebrity world, I think she is, like, the most beautiful person out there right now. And she's always, always taking risks with makeup and fashion. So that's, like, kind of her thing on the red carpet in her real life. People can dress her in anything, and she makes it look amazing.
0: All right, next up, we have another Dune. He's really <laughs> the star of Dune. This is the Timothee Chalamet songs. That's pretty good, too. That's good. And, and his
1: also started in 2019. I do wonder, like, what would have happened if 2020 wasn't the way that it was for some of these people? They would have been yeah. Saturday Night Live, like, things. Like, there would have just been a lot for them because he was really hitting his stride with Lady Bird, things like that. Also, yeah. Little Women.
0: People are obsessed with Timothee, and he's like, and yes, everyone, that is how you actually say it, Timothee. I'm not trying to be pretentious. I
1: always am just trying to rhyme. Timothee, Timothee Chalamet. Chalamet. baby. I thought it was just not that, <laughs> but okay. And
0: so he was, he actually did host Saturday Night Live still <laughs> mm-hmm. this year somehow. Yeah. I don't know how, when people know. are putting out this media where they're all close together, I'm like... Are they just ignoring or are they doing? Oh,
1: is it all a green screen? What's uh, is this Zoom? And you guys have edited somehow? (laughs) If
0: my weatherman still has to be on Zoom, then (laughs) how come like Kate McKinnon can Uh go into? I don't know what they've done. Uh, So Timothée is really blown up, and honestly, people like think he is the hot one right now. Isn't I don't understand that.
1: I don't understand that. Gen
0: Z girls like Timothée is the ish, and it is bizarre because he is this like skinny, possibly small. Gaunt. Like, he's so Elfin small, really creature. pale, dark hair. But, but he
1: commands it. Honestly, yeah, I loved his vibe in Lady, Lady Bird. I loved him in Little Women. I do like him. He's been in other... He was in that one, um, the super sad one with Steve Carell, where he's the son that's on drugs. Uh, yeah, like, he's yeah. very good at being serious. He has a good vibe. He's American. Isn't that weird? I feel he, like he's British. I
0: like, <laughs> feel like, yeah, because he's his dad's <laughs> right. so French. His name's Timothee Chalamet. <clears throat> right. like, yeah, but he's... Yeah, watch for him in 2021. And then we've got a big one. We've got the Kamala-sants.
1: Kamala-sants, baby.
0: Republican or Democrat, you should be excited (laughs) that we have a woman in the White House that we have, well, soon to be, and that we have a woman of color who is like on the ballot, on the ticket- Gets elected. That is super exciting.
1: I like to see the representation. She's the first, obviously, woman of color, woman and in as a vice president, obviously. Right. And so of those elected officials in the White House, she is the first woman and representative of a woman of color. We love to see it, Kamala Sanz.
0: And it's cool to see, like, honestly, our nation pivot just a little to be like, okay, that's what we have now. It's like, that's just never happened. Right. And so we get to see new things. Like, uh, he's what the second man her husband right Mm -hmm. Because like the first it would always be the first lady the second lady i think he's the second man i forget if that's the exact title but like that's new that's cool like we just have new things happening and i think that is really exciting
1: i loved all of those infographics of like all the pictures of the headshots of all of the men before and then her being the last one things like that just like thinking about a little girl seeing that in a classroom you love to see it
0: Awesome. So let's move into our top five. These are the ones, truly, Kaylin. that like for you and I, they took us out of 2020 and transported us somewhere else.
1: Into a good, a good place to get us through.
0: Right. The other things were like, we loved watching it. We loved seeing it. But for these five, I actually think they like they changed us. I'm gonna like, say, like, yes. A moment happened with us where we're watching this, or this is we're coming so... out, this is happening, and we're like, oh my gosh, yes.
1: Number five, we're gonna start, and this is actually perfect that this is the way it goes. Number five gave us a strength and something we needed before we knew we
0: needed it. Yes, you were my voice when I couldn't exactly, speak. exactly. You were. All right, number at number five, we've got brrr, cheer.
1: Now some of you are like. Arr! Record screen. I'm turning my thing. I can't believe this wasn't 2020. This couldn't have been 2020. This was January of 2020. When
0: you told me that, Kaylin, like we should put Cheer on the list. It was in January. I was like, um. What? I would have said I was 14 when that came out.
1: Exactly. So Cheer was January. It was the very beginning of the year. It was a Netflix um
0: docuseries
1: about competitive cheerleaders and Monica, their coach. Um, I had never seen anything like, I truly had never seen teams of cheerleaders do anything like this for me before this, and I think that's the case for a lot of people. This is a whole world that a lot of people had no idea existed, which it's always fun to find those kinds of things, to see people really, really crazy good at something. It touched on the Olympian thing that we love because these are people love. that at 22, they're done doing this for the rest of their lives. Yes. Like, And it's they're just crazy. the best
0: in their field.
1: They are the best ever, but they're also just normal kids that are figuring this out. So Cheer was a quick, again, tight 8 to 10 docuseries that really prepared... Monica telling them like... <laughs> do it again like push-ups nobody move when that girl broke her face arm yes, ribs everything yes. and monica said nobody, nobody move. move i was like <laughs> don't go
0: to help her exactly don't.
1: and that filled me with something that led me through 2020 <laughs> we've
0: had some problems with cheer obviously because jerry just went yeah it don't was i had sure to bring it, it. up because I know, we can't I just, I just say hate, like I oh cheer. so right. that was really really hard for us that should be the foil to cheer honestly. yeah right um, but this was a fun moment in January to help us get through what was to come. The foil for cheer is not something bad. No, no. It's not like cheer's good. This is bad. It's more but like it really, our foil. It's just of. a foil because it's very opposite. This is the documentary, I don't think, or a docu-series maybe, yeah. called The Last maybe. Dance. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, it. I barely yeah. looked into docuseries, it.
1: Docu-series, yes. The
0: Last Dance, which featured what? It's a story about Michael Jordan?
1: Featured? so
0: The Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Yes. yes. So there okay, is,
1: I, I forget what they're called. Honestly, people are screaming. My husband, I wish, could just scream down. He's been making enough noise upstairs that I could uh, just say. Note
0: for the listeners, <laughs> we had to pause in the middle of this episode. Because my
1: husband caught the house on fire.
0: The house was basically on fire. It was
1: on fire. and I, I literally, if you've ever met Brian, you can picture the scene exactly that I literally said, could you put our dinner in the oven and then get it out? And could you make as little <laughs> noise as possible because we're recording an episode? Zone. I start hearing all of my smoke alarms going <laughs> off, my husband pacing in a circle in the kitchen, and when we walked upstairs, Cody, explained it. Uh,
0: actually, it was...
1: It's, it, you had to drop. It you was. Dro- we we
0: should have stopped. stopped, dropped, we and rolled. Dropped. I said to them, I was like, I don't know we should be up here. Like, <laughs> It's like, yeah, usually a kitchen gets smoky. Yeah, it no, no, it. This it was, like, the house was like. I was on having a hard time breathing. I was like, I don't think we should stay I up I walked here. upstairs,
1: and none of the food was burned. <laughs> Somehow, none of the food is burned. I walked up, and our oven was like the toaster. Oh in that movie spewing things out my husband was hands over his ears in the hall saying i don't I'm know what sorry, to do i don't know i don't know so he could shout down right now what they are called they are called something but there's a team of this there's a time of the chicago bulls that was like unstoppable. oh my gosh i know it you don't because you just <laughs> said it was a documentary so it's but but basically it's my magic
0: the team the, the dream hmm. the dream team
1: i don't think but i don't know <laughs> So basically, it's propaganda for Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah, which um, love to see it. Which
1: who cares? And so this came out. This came out uh, this year, and people are obsessed. It does what cheer did for us, right? For other people, because
0: Sports. Michael
1: Jordan is an anomaly. He's crazy. He's arguably the greatest of all time. Um, Lebron
0: James, right?
1: So <laughs> there was a bunch of interest, and. This is a, in that cool vein where, like, people didn't get the behind the scenes on these people. There was no social media. Like, everybody knows everything about LeBron. Not everybody knew everything about these guys. True. So it was really cool to watch this documentary. Nobody had gotten this footage. Here's what
0: I'll tell you. I know it's Michael Jordan. I know yeah. it's Scottie Pippen. Okay. I know it's also a you short know. one.
1: What? No. You know the other one. Kobe? No. No. <laughs> this uh, is actually great.
0: Wait. Allen Iverson.
1: <laughs> I want to just keep saying things.
0: Wait. Uh, Larry Bird. No, but he has crazy. hair. Are you hair. sure he wasn't Larry Probably Bird? He might was, have been. But in there. who I'm
1: thinking of is Larry crazy Bird. Hair. Jersey, 33.
0: Okay. Crazy hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Piercings uh, everywhere. Green. Oh, Dennis Rodman. There we go. He oh was my, my winner gosh. of the docu. I loved him. He had a vibe. He would be famous now. He'd be friends with Kanye. Like he is 2020. He'd famous. be friends
0: with RuPaul. He's Dennis 2020 Rodman 2020 is very famous. strange. Yes. Okay. Anyway, that's our foil to As cheer. you can tell, we're sporty. <laughs> Coming in at number four. This was real, real big for us. <laughs> Little Mix period. That's it. Little Mix is a girl group from England. We talk about her them <laughs> all the time on the Patreon episodes, but I've loved them for a long time. They started on X Factor UK, but I didn't I didn't do the deepest dive. Like I knew them pretty well. I knew their music. But I did a deep dive for some reason in, in 2020. And then I was like, Kaylin, I really think you're going to like them. Like, because they're all the our vibes. We were doing the
1: girl and boy bands episode. This yes. is how it started. Yes. so you I was like, they are them.
0: our vibe. You have to get into them. And so we we just started listening to them nonstop. They are a complete vibe. If you want to feel yourself and yeah. just feel good about yourself, little mixes for you. Their last album, LM5, so, so good. But then this year, we time. got into them. Just and then we're like, oh my time. gosh, they're releasing Confetti, a new album, and it has hit after hit yeah, it's after it's hit.
1: number one. But yeah. that, I like when they do that, because we it's, can just start another
0: It's an amazing album, and them in general are just so, so good. They're an entity in Europe. Truly. Years. Like, they're like the new Spice Girls, because all four of them right. have their own identity. They've been big for nine or ten years. They yeah. just haven't really made it across America, right. to America.
1: They basically did the... Um, one Direction thing for girls. Like, they started on right. the reality competition. They merged together. They didn't come together. They made this great band. They're our age-ish, which we like yes. because they're not, like, They're not time-y. 21, right. Here's how I'll describe, like, my affection for Little Mix. They each, they have a YouTube series where each of them cooks a three-course meal for the other three and has to provide entertainment. Each yeah. episode is 25 minutes, and I've now watched each one. Two or three times like with a different audience. I just love them. They touch on that thing of girl bands that we loved from our youth. But in the 2020 world, their music is super good. And they are very, very good singers.
0: They're super good singers. And honestly, that sets them apart from a lot of people. They all four can really sing. Right. And um, if you want a body roll, put them on. Listen to them. Obviously, the foil for this, if you've been paying attention to the world, guys, one of their members has just left.
1: (laughs) My favorite of the four. Your favorite. The My one favorite you resonate with, Jesse. I clicked in right from the beginning. I loved what she was bringing to the table. She's arguably... I don't know that she's the best dancer, but she's the one that you look she's at. She's
0: got a vibe. She is the
1: one that you look and at. And so
0: what's really tough is like, this is when we just went all in on them. Right. And they were about to have um, a little mix of sauce And yes. Jesse left. And you know, you guys saw it happen with the Spice Girls. You saw it happen with One Direction. You saw it happen with fifth harmony though no one cares no
1: like yeah
0: (laughs) like it just can't keep going Harmony was the
1: opposite all four like it was the inverse where camilla somehow like just remained and four of them (laughs) just left right
0: yeah so i don't know the three girls want to keep going but we will see what happens in 2021 even so they have six albums yeah
1: you have a lot to listen to Ooh,
0: bops and a half i think i have a playlist spotify playlist called little mix hits go to it Coming in at number three, this is more important for Kaelin than it is for me, but I also fully support it being this high on the list. We've got, you have to say it. (laughs)
1: Schlitz Creek. <laughs> Schlitz. I would Creek. normally just say what it's called, but Cody likes to call it Schlitz Creek. I thought so you were going will... to say it. What it's
0: normally called? That's oh, why I said you have to say it. I will.
1: It. I would. I will indulge. Um, so Schitt's Creek had its year this year, right? Big, so this was its last season. Big year. Its last season came to Netflix, and then it won everything for the Emmys. They won everything. Yep. They cleaned up. So. Remember how, like, a few years ago, everybody was saying that they were Liz Lemon?
0: Yes. And it was just
1: like, but you aren't.
0: But you aren't.
1: Here's the thing. Stop saying you're Liz this Lemon. This is such a strange show because when I genuinely, and you can back me up on this, I didn't discover the show in no way did I discover it. I had watched it since the beginning. Right, Like, when right. it came on. Yep. This show set, seemed to me... Like, it was written in a vacuum with my friends from high school in the vein of humor that, like, they heard us say. Yes. When I saw this, I was like, people are not going to like this. I don't even know who I could recommend this to. It's so perfect and niche for me that I'm, like, so into it. And that was years ago. I lived in my old house. Like, it took a while. It was a slow burn. Yep. This year... Your mom, mom like is it it's
0: on her list. A
1: mailman probably. Like people <laughs> out far and wide. You Everybody could recommend loves it, it to your grandparents, to <laughs> your kids, like to anybody. People are obsessed with it. There are memes, there are videos, there were yep. costumes. Like it really hit big. I do think there's this thing in pop culture that people say that that basically pop culture, we resonate with things that are the opposite of what's really happening. And so in really dark times we want to see something light and fun. And right. in really, like, when we're doing well, that's when things like Breaking Bad and stuff, like when it mm, seems like, I so we kind of flip.
0: Yeah, you could not watch Breaking Bad this year. <laughs> exactly.
1: And so, like, whenever you, these things rise in popularity, when people need them in their soul. And that is the answer. I do think that that's a big thing of Schitt's Creek. Like, if you're going through 2020, it's so funny. It's so enjoyable. Nothing bad it's ever light. happens to the characters it's on short purpose. short episodes. Right. It's and all it really bottle is, episodes, yeah, it's basically. it's feel good. It's feel it's good.
0: Great. And it is genuinely funny. So I'm glad it got, it honestly has gotten what it's deserved.
1: 100%. I'm so glad. He did a noble thing, I think, in show writing and running, which is he cut it before he needed to because he never wanted it to jump the shark and get bad. Yeah. I'm sad about that, but... At the same time, you have six perfect seasons of a show. It's not, I would not tell you to skip one. It's every character is batting a thousand. I love. There's that
0: wicked line screen. that says, I really hope you get it and you don't live to regret it. Uh-huh. But they mean it in like a positive way. Yes. Both both Elfie and Glinda are like, I will. really hope you get it. Like genuinely yes. what you're going after. That's what I think about them. Like they deserved to get this year Yep. and they got it and now it's gone. And that's going to keep, that's going to preserve it in posterity in it's the way so that Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy not- ruined it. Itself. exactly right all right coming in at number two this could have been number one it's in so another close. year it's close but honestly something it else was number one for a while like for a it little it bit of time was. we were thinking what could top this in 2020 it is brrr. hamilton the musical the movie the film uh we the loved getting hamilton obviously we've loved hamilton from the get-go yep um, I remember
1: when Lin-Manuel honestly changed his Twitter picture to the picture of Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Like I, and we were all like, what's this guy doing? What's he doing? Like, Because we've going known him here? since. We love him. We follow him.
0: So we're not unique in that. Everybody loves Hamilton. That mm-hmm. is just how it goes. But, um... I love that they released this way earlier than they were going to. This was a gift. I love that they put it on Disney Plus because so many people have access to that. They could have put it on something harder. Like, somebody else could have bought the rights. It would have been harder to get to it. Right. Correct. Right on Disney Plus. You can watch it with your family. There's a couple cuss words, but, like, you can totally watch it with your family. And it is filmed beautifully. It was exactly what we needed. When did it come? July? Mm Mm-hmm. And it was like, we need this. At that point, what stage of quarantine we're at, we were like... What do we ever get out of this? Truly, I think at that when stage we were like, we will were this just be. We were thinking summer was gonna bring
1: relief, and it was like summer's not bringing the relief that we thought, like this right. might be the new norm. So, the thing about like seeing live theater, there is nothing that is the same as being in a theater to see something performed live. However, right. for a show like this, where the vast majority of the people in the world, did not get to see the original cast right. up close. This was amazing. I It's such yeah. a cool way to watch this. They did it obviously perfectly. And it's a beautiful medium to enjoy this through. And I, it was actually kind of cool timing because I had cooled off of Hamilton. Like it's yeah, five same. years old. Like it's like, okay, we're over that. And so to be falling back in love with it was awesome. And if it was they are not
0: filming every stage show in this way from here on out. What are they doing? What are they doing? You know they have the means to do it. And then like for us theater lovers that don't, you know, we get to New York every once in a while. But number one, is it even going to be there? Right. Like, people are literally saying Broadway might not come back yeah. from this. Like, And so will that even happen? And if not, like give us some of those Tapes you're just sitting on. Yes. Like, I know you filmed it. I know you've got Dear Evan Hansen. Like, give it to us. We love to see it. I
1: love to see something like Broadway taken to the masses. The majority of people do not get to experience this. So right. it was very cool for that reason.
0: Now, the foil is uh, also a theater, <clears throat> theater thing, <laughs> new to us. And there is a carryover. Remember the bullet from Hamilton? She's one of mm-hmm. the extras. She's a dancer. She's also in this foil film, which yeah. we watched last night. And it hurt.
1: It hurt to it's, see her.
0: It was sad it for us. It hurt to see
1: all of it. We didn't want to. We knew we had to. We
0: knew we had to. It was all the pieces of the puzzle that we should like, but mm, knew we wouldn't like. a big
1: piece of the puzzle that we knew we wouldn't like, and his name is Ryan Murphy, <laughs> and so we should have known that the middle piece of the puzzle was out.
0: The foil is the prom. The Netf- mm. Netflix got basically the rights to make The Prom, which was a musical two years ago on Broadway, and or it was still running when the when the, um No, for the audio, he
1: just put air quotes around musical. Well, because it's like, guys, what is
0: this? And I agree. It's so tacky. It's so campy. It's like. I don't know. It wasn't even endearing to me. Like, it's funny. Ryan Murphy got the rights and made it for Netflix. Somehow made it, I think, in the quarantine, which I don't understand. None
1: of it makes sense.
0: You've got Meryl Streep, Mm -hmm. James Corden, Mm -hmm. and Andrew Reynolds. Mm -hmm. You've got Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Mm -hmm. You've got Ariana DeBose, who I love. You've got Kerry Washington. You've got Keegan-Michael Key. Yep. Like, you have all of these people. Like, they must have paid so many millions of dollars to get these famous people. And then you made this campy, weird musical about like accepting people that honestly at the end I didn't feel like yeah it had no real heart it had a lot of fake emotion a lot of fake but that's Ryan Murphy's style like that's what he makes us
1: he distracts us like with a little rattle of pretty and then like underneath nothing is really happening we did not enjoy it and I hope what I get bothered by is that I don't want people to think that that is what musical theater is musical theater has the ability to tell stories of inclusivity and like underrepresentation in such beautiful ways and this was not so elementary
0: it was so elementary right okay so we'll just move on from there we've got our number one but before we give our number one kaylin and i are just going to rattle off some of the things that we liked individually that maybe the other person wasn't huge into and we'll just kind of say them and then go from there yeah so kaylin give me your first
1: so my first one Again, let's go in um, what's it called chronological order. The halftime show this year of the Super Bowl, which was this year, guys, in case you forgot, (laughs) was J-Lo and Shakira, two baddies. Like, I was so (laughs) excited that they were coming. J-Lo can do no wrong. Shakira was doing, like, the craziest chants and stuff that we were just like, okay, Shakira, like, whatever you say, they both were killing it it was the most exciting thing of that day for sure and it was just great to see them
0: my first one is the Shawn mendez trifecta which was he released a new album yep he released the documentary on netflix and yeah. then he also <laughs> released this like live in concert on netflix like a week later so much so that i was like wait what? Did right. I watch this yet? Right. I'm not like obsessed with Shawn Mendes, but I genuinely really like the arc he's taking. He is pure pop, but he's exploring some new stuff and his sound on this album is different. And mm-hmm. it was really cool watching that documentary. We're always going to watch like a documentary that tries to go behind the scenes Love of a famous person right. like that. Like the Taylor documentary, the Katy Perry documentary. like Ariana Ariana. Like, this week. Ariana. Yes. like we want to know, even though they're not going to give us the real them, we want to just no. see what they're pretending is the real them. Mm-hmm. So thanks Shawn Mendes.
1: My second thing is um, Jessica Simpson, who <laughs> you guys know from um, what's that thing where she sampled the. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Ba-da.
0: Uh, burn it out. Ba-da. Burn it out. <laughs> Every time <laughs> I deal, yes. Jessica
1: Simpson. So, what you might be thinking is like, oh, she's gonna say an album, she's gonna say a song. Rongo, she released an autobiography, a memoir, a if book. you will, this year. I saw so many people that I love in pop culture being like, you actually got to do it. <laughs> Here's the thing about this book. It is interesting. It's funny. It, it accesses a time in pop culture that, again, we didn't get behind the curtain of any of this stuff. Like, I didn't know what was happening with her and John Mayer until I read this book from her perspective. This book reads... It is genuinely, I picture, it is a diary that she owned that had a real lock on it that she would just (laughs) write in with a pink ballpoint pen, and then she gave it to somebody. And they were like, okay, (laughs) it's not good writing. It's not good syntax. There's the same words used multiple times.
0: But you get the T. You
1: get the T on the Mickey Mouse Club, so that's what (laughs) I want to read. I loved it.
0: My second is something that will be created forever, even if the pandemic lasts because it's one person in his basement. I this is believe. Marble League 2020. Marble League is, if you haven't looked it up, just look up those words, or Olympics, it used to be called. It is this guy, I think he's Swedish, who has thousands of marbles that all compete against each other in Olympic-style events. And it's not, like, cheap or chintzy. Like, this guy goes all out. They have an announcer. Yeah. Um, Each marble has... uh, Each team has four main marbles and then a fifth, like, alternate if they need it. And they... There's a crowd. There's a crowd of marbles. There's, like,
1: injuries. There's
0: injuries. There's... And uh, my team really, really lost the Marble League this year. But you get to root for a team. It's super fun and super random and very niche. So look it up.
1: I felt like you lapsed into another language the first time you tried to tell me what this was. Like I was like, but there's real... Mar- Is this a cartoon? And I've watched it and it's not for me, but I understand why you loved it so much. Love it. All right, my number one, and the most impo- one of the most personally important things to happen for me in 2020 is that for the first time in four or five years, depending on when production started on Potomac, we got a new installment of The Real Housewives, and they are in Salt Lake City. Now, here's some things that I really like. I love reality TV. A problem with 2020 is what you were saying earlier. Right. Most of my reality TV that I watched started normal, but then halfway through their season, they get COVID. I don't want to watch The Real Houses of Orange County. I don't want to watch Shannon Bedore get COVID. That's not something I can personally handle. I'm not strong enough for that. Real Houses of Salt Lake City, (laughs) King Andy Cohen did some brilliant treat gift for me where... He did this in, it started probably filming Thanksgiving time. He packed so much of it in. They're gonna get to the quarantine at the end. This was supposed to release like the beginning of 2020. He waited knowing that his production schedule was gonna be all messed up. That's he good. gave it to us in the summer. They are they are all Mormon? Batting it. Most of them are Mormon. They're okay. batting it out of the. Th- Here's what if you're a Housewife fan, there's tropes, there's things, there's things that you're supposed to do. There's th- there's cities that are snooze fest because they won't go there.
0: Beverly Hills. Kaylin's blood oxygen level is. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the first
1: episode that sent her fight was that one girl said, I'm not going to talk to her because the last time we spoke, she told me I smelled like hospital. And the other housewife looks at the camera and said, I did, and she did. And that's the episode one, guys. It's killing it, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Thank you for that gift.
0: I don't have a number one that really can compete with that, but have you guys heard of books?
1: discovered them this year.
0: Books? I mean, I personally did reading discover cool. them for not me. Reading is cool. Not since
1: Book It has Cody not been so book reading. Not since Book It
0: Pizza. I mean, if you're not motivating me with a personal pan pizza, I'm then I'm not reading. I have read six books this year. <laughs> Which that, is... To everyone else that's like, um... No, that
1: for you is huge. <laughs> for me is
0: insane. I honestly probably read one book a year. I was gonna and say, usually, last year was one. Usually it's because of work. For right. church, yes, they give us a book pleasure. we read as a staff. No. I never read for pleasure. I've read six books. Which is crazy, and I'm like all hyped up, about, hyped up about it right now. I borrowed my mom's Kindle, and I've got mystery after mystery after mystery Today coming.
1: he said to me, I wish we could read in the shower. Like, <laughs> I wish people could read in the shower. I was like, I do. oh, okay, you're I really wanted into to read. reading.
0: So books are good. All right, let's go into our number one. If you haven't guessed it yet, then you are probably new to this podcast, mm-hmm. um, or new to the country, or new Earth. to the world, or yes. <laughs> because really this person, I think, single-handedly saved 2020. It is not Dr. Fauci, it is brr, Taylor Jane Swift. Just kidding, her middle name's not Jane. What is her middle should name? should have
1: been on this list. Probably like Augustana or like
0: <laughs> uh, Betty. Theodosia. <laughs> right. Um, oh, wait, no, I think it's James. Taylor James, no. Because James, never mind. <laughs> I, don't listen I'm to us guys. Don't listen to our podcast. We don't know you anything. You
1: have Taylor
0: Swift single-handedly saved 2020. I mean, if she had just released released I folklore, say, I think Hamilton would have would have list. I think on so. Too. But to drop a second surprise album it's and Allison, Allison is her middle name. Track. Taylor Allison. <laughs> um sorry, Tay-Tay. Um <clears throat> but if you're gonna give us a second album, and this is what I love about both of them, they are the same vibe. So yep. I can listen to both of her these albums. albums. They're sister albums. It's not like she gave us one really weird one and then one this one. Like, they just, they fit. They are a, a chill, I can put this on vibe. And I need that for 2020. I don't need Taylor trying to, like, no. recreate the pop game. I don't or need like reputation. Or, like, go back to no. country or whatever. I just need her to what? sit in this weird folksy place. Yep. That makes me feel like I'm in the woods.
1: The thing she did for us that was the best part of these two, the true best part, is that we didn't know either one was coming. Yes. So she surprised us, and Taylor is not like that. She surprised us in the summer with Folklore and gave it to us with absolutely no prep. Then she surprised us again in December... Which, that was the more unprecedented, I cannot believe. Like, there is no reality in which she has I got two. so
0: many text messages from Same. people. Right. That we was got just like, did you see, on- did you see, did yes, you see, did yes, you yes. see? And because we had talked so much about folklore <clears throat> right. on the podcast, and I was like, what could the announcement be? Like, oh, right. I'm going to sing this live or yeah. something. It's like, we. I was beside and she gave myself. Us the-
1: the sessions, the live yeah. sessions. Like, she's just giving us gifts upon gifts. What was it? Not the last sessions. Long pond. It. Long Oof. pond. She's giving us gifts and gifts and gifts that we didn't deserve from her. And I'm so happy that she saved 2020.
0: And here's the reason we know that she had to be number one. We said this in another episode. Both Kaylin and I have... Her- her as our number one listen to artist Doesn't of 2020 on sense. Spotify I was not expecting that no. I mean we did a deep dive in order to record the Taylor episode and then we stuck with it and, and then I mean, you know you folklore listened to came evermore out
1: every minute of your waking I life now have listened to evermore
0: every minute since it came out like right. I don't want to be one of those basic people who's like no I listen to Taylor Swift the most but that's what I was in 2020 that's so she took it for us and my only resolution in 2021 is for Taylor not to be my number one and I, like I said to you
1: earlier that is up to her not you because if she gives us something else it's gonna happen
0: our foil to taylor Swift, and this is where we're gonna close out the episode because this really obviously there's nothing that could have been if taylor was the best pop culture thing that happened in 2020 Mm -hmm. the worst Mm -hmm. pop culture thing that happened say it with us (laughs) say it with us everyone matthew morrison as the grinch
1: if you somehow have listened to our episodes have seen our social media, and you haven't seen this yet. I would implore Google,
0: that you Google. look it up.
1: Um, one of the funniest people that we both know, Brennan Duffy, put a screen grab of this, like he was watching it on his TV on Christmas Eve or something, to his story, and it just said the caption was like, "So nobody saw this and thought like we should just scrap
0: it like, <laughs> yeah, before it no came point. out." I always think about that right. because we do. Per, we do performances. We were in theater. We are part of groups that, like, we Our have to lead worship. Right. We yes. still do that stuff. So, like, you rehearse so much. That has to go past so many people before it's on TV I've been many a time
1: where it's like, we're going to cut it. We actually, yeah. let's pivot. Let's Some,
0: pivot. You know, it's just, we thought it would work and, and it it's didn't not. work. <laughs> no they let it slip through
1: and it really hurt us i won't watch it but the picture's enough i know that that's the worst thing for us for 2020
0: (laughs) for 2020 we had a really great time genuinely in 2020 because we got to start this podcast it's been so fun we became friends again right and um thank you to all of you rankensteins out there who have allowed us to keep going and allowed us to make our little mark on pop culture In 2020, we're not going to just like put ourselves on our top 10 list. That would be crazy, right? I'm
1: number one of my top 10.
0: YDR is the number one. My number one thing (laughs) is that now
1: you won't introduce me anymore as a girl you went to college with. It'll be your
0: co-host. This is my co-host for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us in 2020. We will keep going in 2021 until none of you like us. Then we'll probably get self-conscious and stop. (laughs) Uh, So thanks for joining us and happy new year.